0: What's poppin' congregation, it's your girl Lacey Mosley, aka Scam Goddess, and we're back with another installment of the podcast all about robbery and fraud and those who practice it. Y'all, we have a amazing double set of guests for you guys today. You know I am what? Yes, very excited, elated, ast- y'all double your pleasure double your fun we have two amazing guests on the show today together they host the feel good podcast i've had it where they invite special guests to expose to you all the things that you didn't know that you've had it with also listen everywhere you get your podcast also they're kicking off their 2024 hot shit tour in california in january congregation please welcome Jennifer Welch and Angie Sullivan to the show hi jennifer hi angie what is
1: up hi lacy thanks for having Having us, we had such a good time when you are on our podcast. It's good to be back together.
0: It is so good to be back, and we had some little technical difficulties up here. We are back from the holidays, honey. I've had it already with my my technology.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, I've always had it with technology. Always.
0: How have y'all been doing?
2: Y'all been busy? It's been crazy. I mean, we've been we've been good. We have been rolling out the hot shit tour. We're finishing up into this year. And then heading into next year with California, you got to come see us, girl.
0: Yes, I want to come see y'all. Are y'all going to be in L.A. too? Are y'all doing like the whole state? Are we going up and down all around?
2: Uh, L.A., San Fran, and San Diego.
0: Okay, bet, bet. I'm going to San Francisco January 21st. Y'all sketch fest. We're pulling up. So y'all get them tickets. I'll be in San Francisco too. Perfect. Uh, When when are y'all coming to L.A.? Uh,
1: (laughs) the 18th. Yeah. And then San Francisco is the 20th, I think
0: oh, okay, we're going to be there the same weekend. Yeah. so I'm going to have to slide. So if you're the 20th, I can slide on the 20th, and then I'll be there on the 21st. So y'all can go see I've had it. Y'all can go be done with it. I've had it. And then you can come to Scam (laughs) Goddess. Go get your little double feature. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. It was so good to have y'all here. And because we have two very opinionated women and one of you from Texas, which I always uh, love, 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 Um, (laughs) Jennifer, uh, being born in Dallas, which just always warms my heart. I was just there. I literally just got back from Dallas for Thanksgiving. It was wonderful. Um, You were out in the suburbs, though, right? Yeah, I was in Frisco. I know I always say Dallas. Why you got to air me out? You know,
2: I, you know, Lacey, we talked about this on my podcast. I worry about the suburbs. I just think there's a lot of bad ideas being cooked up in the suburbs.
0: There's a lot of good food being cooked up in the suburbs. That's true. <laughs> and I think y'all need to watch my Instagram stories because people don't think I can burn, honey, but I can burn. I am still a Southern belle. Don't let the jewelry fool you. Don't let the, you know, bust down fool you. Okay, I'm still Southern. <laughs> I was in the kitchen cooking. My ankles were swollen. I have I have the burns to prove it. If you don't have a good burn, then you can't cook, okay? I got a nice little burn on my calf from grease. <laughs> I actually used that burn to scam once cuz um so I was I was an amateur cook and I had, like, uh, cooked some bacon on the stove, which, why was I doing it? And um, I took the grease off the stove way too hot, right? Yeah. And it sloshed and it burned my calf, like, really bad. And so I was wearing, like, an ace bandage because I was, like, really embarrassed because the burn had, like, turned pink. And I'm dark-skinned, so, like, a pink burn on dark skin, it just looked crazy. So I was, like, wrapping it up in a little bandage. And one day I was going to volunteer and I got caught speeding and I had this bandage on my leg. So when the cop, like, walked over to the car and he was like, do you know how fast you were going? Which is, like, such trap like what, what, i'm not gonna tell you i was speeding like i don't <laughs> be like i was parked like I'm, what do you mean like i'm not gonna agree with you <laughs> so i just lifted up my little burnt little leg and was like oh i was headed to the um hospital because i'm burnt <laughs> <laughs> did you get he was like oh no you burnt i was like yeah i'm burnt from cooking and he was like, That's plausible. That's pla you look like you would be burnt from cooking. And he let me go. Oh, well that's, oh that's that's good. well worth it then. Yeah.
2: Usually cops yeah. are such dicks about and I'm like, they're like, How fast do you think you were going? I'm like, I really, I honestly have no idea. You'll have to tell me because I imagine you have the device and I don't. And they're always just like, it's like this is just a speeding thing. Like this is we're talking ten miles over over the limit and you guys are going bananas over here like I'm some criminal. Yeah, I've had it with right. the cops.
0: Right. And I thought, what is the kink? What is the kink of asking me how fast you think I was going? <laughs> like, cause what, 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 what are we accomplishing here? Clearly too fast. Uh, it's the ultimate
2: gotcha question. Yeah. You
0: know. It, like, if I guess right, will you let me off? Is this like a game?
2: And they're so smug when they ask it, too. You know, they just have. Like, the- I'm like 67
0: in a 44. Will you like, let me off? <laughs> and, then, and I get to go. I don't know. Angie, you—I feel like you drive the speed limit. God
1: no, I'm the worst. I'm the. <laughs> in fact, I was speeding over here, and I was like, look down, and I was going like 28 miles over the speed limit on like a normal oh. city street, and I was like, "You're going to get a reckless driving, and it's ridiculous." Now I'm bad. I'm a bad texter and driver. <gasps> oh,
0: Angie, you doing a crime? I am. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, I sometimes like do my text, do my email, be on the phone driving, and it's like, it's ridiculous. I don't know why I do it floating over into somebody else's lane,
0: it's bad. It's hard. It's really hard. I had a friend remind me once, and I, I swear she saved my life that day, but she, she was just randomly talking about texting and driving. And then um I was on the road and I was looking at an email and I remembered what she said and I put my phone down. I was like, it's not worth it. And the second that I looked up this truck in front of me, I was like, this truck has a bunch of windows strapped to the back and they did not look secure. And so I just switched lanes. I was on the highway. And the second I switched lanes, these windows started flying <gasps> oh my off the gosh. back of this truck. Oh, my I was gosh. Like, yeah. I, so, Angie, it could be some windows
1: flying off the you. Uh, Every time I get in the car with my kids, they're like, get off your phone. Get off your phone. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. So I'm trying
0: to do better, but I don't know how successful I am. Like that. And on that question, we always ask before we get into the episode, what is your relationship with scams? So either of you could start. Do you love them? Do you hate them? Have you ever been scammed? Have you ever run any scams that you can talk about? Clearly, Angie's scamming on the road. Yeah, I'm scamming on the road, (laughs) but I am the victim of every scam
1: of every variety, every time. Like, I am the worst. Like, the Amazon scam, I just gave them my—it wasn't Amazon, to be clear. It was some text I got in the middle of the night, and I gave them my social security number, my bank account information, all my passwords, like everything that they asked for. In the middle of the night. Well, they gave it— they sit it like at three in the morning, but I got up at like five. That's what time I normally get up. And I thought, well, I don't want to be locked out of my Amazon account. So I immediately gave them all the information. And then I thought about it, of course, after it was over. And I said something to Kylie, our producer, when I walked in that morning and she was like, Amazon doesn't need your social security number. So I had to go redo everything. Then I got scammed by, by my ex-husband the other day. He was like, I can't get into my Instagram unless I have your Apple ID and password. And I gave it to him like a dumbass.
0: (laughs) And then, and was it really your ex-husband or was it someone pretending to be him? Well,
1: Kylie had me scared to death about that. So we started going through it and she was like, yeah, it is your ex-husband. Cause I was like, oh great. Now somebody random. I mean, as if he's not bad enough, but I did, it was him, but no, I'm the worst. Like people come up to my car. If they have kids, I always give them money. I mean, I'm just, I am an easy gullible target.
0: I feel like you just have like a really sweet face. Oh. And you have like such a sweet voice, like such a sweet disposition. I feel like Jennifer's like super fiery and you're like super like sweet. And still, so, like, honestly, I would try to rob you.
2: I would. <laughs> I leave my car
1: unlocked. I mean, I'm just the worst. I'm the most trusting person on the planet. And then Judith, uh, your producer was asking about romantic scams. I've gotten scammed romantically by a married man. Like, he said he wasn't oh, married. The worst. So I fell for that whole thing. I mean, I am the most gullible human on planet Earth.
0: Now, I will say the married man one, that's that's just every man is a scam. Like, they're going <laughs> to do that. That's just what they do, you know? And I, I saw one on Twitter the other day where, because, you know, now that the men are going to therapy, because we thought we could just send them over there and then they would get better. But no, they're just learning terms now. <laughs> they're just learning the terms. And they're using weaponizing recognizing them. It, it's, it's actually making it worse. I saw a tweet from someone, they deleted it, but they were like, I was in an ethically non monogamous relationship, and then my girlfriend told my wife, and now my wife wants to leave me. No. And then everybody was like, now hold on, screw, <laughs> <laughs> If it was ethically non monogamous, why didn't your wife not know? Because right. that's where the ethics come in. <laughs> You can't just tell your girlfriend you got a wife. You got to tell your wife you got a girlfriend. You, you missed a step. You was just cheating on your wife. Right. <laughs> oh, my
2: gosh. They're going over there and learning learning terms. They are. They're weaponizing <laughs>
0: it. They learned about boundaries, and they just weaponizing boundaries. Did y'all hear about Jonah Hill when he was like, my boundaries are you can't post swimsuit photos. What? That's not a boundary. <laughs> 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 no, nah, everybody falling for that scam. They're just getting better. They're 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 evolving. Yes. yes. <laughs> what, about, what about you, Jen? Um, typically, I don't fall for
2: scams. You pegged it when you said I was the fiery one, and I'm I'm skeptical by nature. But I did fall for one one time. I was in Mexico, and there was a guy, and he had like this baby tiger, a tiger cub, mm. and you could give him like some pesos and pet the cub, and then take a picture with the cub. And then the, the baby seemed so tired. And I was like, I think he needs milk. And he was like, no, he doesn't need milk. He's sick. And so I'm like completely consumed and obsessed with the well-being of this tiger cub. And then finally I leave because the guy is starting to get mad at me because I'm taking too much time with the cub. And this other guy tells me, he said, they give those tiger cubs Valium. They sedate those yeah. tiger cubs. And I mean, I was destroyed lacy like i was absolutely destroyed that i gave money to the man and then i wanted to go save the tiger cub i had no fucking idea what i would have done with the tiger cub but i fell for it hook line sinker but it made sense in retrospect i was because he was so groggy dro- that tiger cub was so i'm
0: probably I love that he didn't just tell you he was sedated right he was like oh he's the sick like that's better right <laughs> <laughs> that's not better No, come pet him. He's sick.
2: (laughs) But in general, like, I love scams. I mean, I love that somebody, I think it's just the narcissism and the megalomania of somebody thinking that they can pull it off and thinking that they're so fucking smart as they pull off a racket. I think it's absolutely fascinating. And it's amazing how many different types of scams there are. So I hit scams all day long i mean i think they're fascinating
0: obviously i do too i <laughs> love them <laughs> i've made a slight career out of them <laughs> i like to run them i like to be a part of them it's a problem um i will engage uh too far i recently ran to a psychic um in the airport and i've i've taken it too far um she has my address and she's <laughs> mailing me stuff and gone too far I don't I don't know how to get out of it um you don't <laughs> know how to I'm break up with it.
1: psychic airport
0: no I've sent her money she stopped me and she read my energy and she got a lot of things right in the moment that like she like she stopped me walking in the airport I was walking she couldn't have overheard a conversation she couldn't have seen my phone this was recent I was in JFK like maybe two weeks ago I've been traveling a lot and like she read a bunch of stuff that she could not have caught like it was stuff that I was like whoa and she stopped me so I was like You know what? I'm gonna engage. (laughs) Lacey. We're still talking. Three weeks later, we still talk. She texted me this morning. I'm like, bruh, I don't know how to stop. I'm gonna stop eventually. One one question.
2: All this communication the last three weeks, does it is it all also followed up with you sending her money?
0: Um, so I've sent her money twice. (laughs) Um. (laughs) that's all I needed to know, Lacey. The first time was a little bit the second time was a little bit more. Yeah. Um yeah. I'm not going to send her any more money though. I've decided this is the threshold of the money that I'm going to send. But she is sending me a box of candles and, and crystals and some kind of things that I have to ritualize and and she sends me prayers in the morning and stuff. I don't know, child. I, <laughs> it might be devilment. It might be devilment. <laughs> I need to I'm also kind of worried she might be putting some hexes on me if I don't see it through. I'm worried.
2: Yeah, see that's the do. thing. She's going to have a scam goddess voodoo doll before this is all said and done. That's I mean, right. She's got your, yeah, she's got you in a <laughs> headlock, Lacey. You need to abort. She's
0: probably already stabbing me right now. Abort. So stabbing, I feel it.
2: Abort, Lacey. This is not on brand.
0: I know. <laughs> I told you I love scams. I got to get involved. I just need to know how she does this. I have
2: a wild idea. Google. <laughs> Oh, you think oh, she Googled oh, her? Yeah, I do. You mm-hmm. think she recognized okay. her? I do. Yeah. Yeah. See, I would never oh, thought that, lately. I would have been it. like I'm hook, like, line, sinker. She Googled you. But there's
0: stuff she couldn't have known because there's stuff that she talked about that like it was recent. It was something I did that weekend that I've never done before that she could not have known. Really? So you just
2: tried cocaine? <laughs>
0: It wasn't but I knew something else. She knew. She knew. <laughs> Woo! Anyways, child, I'm going to listen to this. Scams! I love Fashion, okay? But we all know buying the latest and the greatest constantly is a little bit of a scam to the planet, which is why I love Newly. It's a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Sometimes you put something on the gram and you be like, oh well, it's dead now. Well with newly you can keep having fresh fits. And you're helping the planet. Try out trending styles, colors, silhouettes, and then you can send it back for something new. Okay? Come on, Newly. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles for more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. I know that's right. It's fast, free shipping and returns with professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus the option to buy whatever you love, which I love that because sometimes I put on a piece and I'm like it's mine's now. So you can buy it from Newly. I love using Newly because the free shipping, it's really quick, and the pieces are really nice quality. Also, I love that the orders like when I got mine, it was shipped in a recyclable, reusable tote. Newly is a great value at ninety eight dollars a month for any six styles. But right now you can get twenty dollars off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code Goddess Twenty. Just go to N U L L Y. Com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code Goddess twenty and sign up to get twenty dollars off your first month. That's n u u l y dot com. Newly with two U's with code Goddess twenty. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Do you have an unemployed roommate at home? You know who I'm talking about. Children. Yes, Whitney said they are our future, and don't you want to invest in theirs? I know you want to set your children up for success. Maybe you want to save a little coin on private tutoring because we know that inflation is high and these wages are not getting higher. Okay, which is why I love IXL learning. IXL learning—it's an online program for kids covering math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way. No more grading those worksheets. IXL grades everything itself. No more trying to scam your kids as you try to figure out their math equations and their homework. And you know you haven't seen a trapezoid in about 20 years, right? So let IXL help you out. Out. iXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning and get iXL now. And Scam Goddess listeners can get an exclusive 20% off iXL membership when they sign up today at iXL.com slash goddess. Visit iXL.com slash goddess to get the most effective learning program out there for the best price. Ah! So let's get into our first segment here. What's hot and fraud? Uh, as you all know, we warn our listeners about popping scams and the zeitgeist. But more often than not these days, we get a letter from you all. As always, stitch on your friends, family, your enemies scam at us at gmail.com. Just make sure the scam is retired so we don't what? Yes, fuck up your bag, Amen. <laughs> so uh, from Jennifer, Jennifer, Angie, I just need a fake name from you. We don't care about gender. It can be anything for this person.
2: Okay. Our producer's name is Kylie, and she's been wearing tennis shoes that are too small for her so let's call the name at Kylie Littlefeet.
0: <laughs> Damn Kylie, they airing you out. <laughs> <laughs> Kylie Littlefeet. <laughs> Kylie Littlefeet. Kylie <laughs> Littlefeet. I love that y'all do that because it's a running joke now that we just yell Judith on this podcast. <laughs> so I love that y'all brought Judith up because we just be like Judith. <laughs> so Kylie Littlefeet, shout out to Kylie. So Kylie Littlefeet says, "Hey girl, I know you don't be reading all this, but I love you." Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Kylie Littlefeet. <laughs> um, so Kylie's going to get into it. Kylie says, I obviously have never wanted to be scammed. Um, And I thought I wanted to submit something to you, but I'd never had anything to submit until now. So I joined this website called care.com, where you can offer babysitting services as well as running personal errands, like getting groceries to get some extra cash while I'm in medical school. Okay, Kylie Littlefeet, get her medical degree, Kylie Littlefeet, M.D. Good <laughs> for <Get> her. <laughs> Okay, she might have a little stethoscope for her little feet. I know that's right. Um, now, I knew Care.com when I was in high school, but it was just for babysitting. Um, so I guess they've expanded to like now, like Task TaskRabbit services, capitalism. They were like, why don't we just, you can get groceries on here too. And everything else. <laughs> you need a shelf built, and we can watch your kids at the same time. <laughs> Like that's a lot. Like my toilet is broken. Also, can you watch my two year old while you fix my toilet? <laughs> Times are hard. <laughs> that's too much. So Kylie Littlefee says I received a message from an account labeled Michael and Joyce. That's already a red flag to me because I never see I never saw men on Care dot com. I guess it was a single father, but normally it's like women booking the sitters on Care.com, At least when I was on there. Have you ever used that site?
2: Never but not. The red flag for me is the name Joyce.
1: (laughs) (laughs) See, the red flag for me is both of them together. Like they have a joint email. That's weird.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like it feels like you're trying to bring me in as a third. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. That's what I I feel like one or the other. We don't need both. Agree. Like So Michael and Joyce introducing themselves and asking if I would be able to watch their young child, or sorry, their young child, yeah, three days a week for four hours a day for $600. Now, I don't have children. I know one of y'all has kids, right? We both do. We both do. Yeah, you both do. You both have kids. Is that a good price? Is that cheap or is that expensive? Four hours a day.
1: Three days a week. Three days a week. 12 hours for $600. $600. That seems like a lot. I mean, that seems like good pay. Yeah, good pay.
0: Right? Because what what is that? Six hundred dollars divided by twelve. So what you Be like in an hour? over fifty dollars an hour? Yeah, that's a good. No, that's a good like that's, yeah, that's a good gig. Yeah. So they gave a ton in caps of their information. And one of the things that they said was that if I was interested in the position to email their personal email address back as they were going to be closing their care dot com account due to financial reasons. This was a red flag because how are you trying to pay me six hundred dollars a week but can't pay eight ninety nine a month or whatever it is for an account? Mm, That's true. Fishy. Right. Right. Because this you pay fifty dollars an hour, but you can't afford eight ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah. Mm curious so they listed their email address like this and like on these websites you know how like on craigslist and those are the websites if you try to like get off of like airbnb or whatever if you try to get off of the website to cut out the middleman like they don't allow you to type your email so you have to like do little weird stuff So they did like a little weird way of typing the email address so that they could like skirt past it. So it says, I pretty much knew at this point that it was going to be a scam, but I was curious. Oh, I like you. (laughs) I like that little (laughs) feet. I like to be curious. So maybe he was just an old person who was not technology savvy. LOL. I emailed back letting him know that I'm not available that many days a week and I'm only available on Fridays, but that if that could work for them to let me know. And I needed every dollar. So I was open. I get a little feet. I, I like coins. So that night I got an email from a company, Care.com, saying that they have removed his account and to reconsider contact with this person due to my own background search. Um, and I knew it was a scam from that point. So Care.com was like, this account is weird. We saw that they were trying to skirt past the email and, and cut us out. And I, lo- I love that Care.com is like the mafia. Right? <laughs> like,
1: like, how do they know everything?
2: I They're guess. running a tight ship. They're
1: running a tight ship over at
0: Care.com. Uh-huh. We saw something that looked like an email <laughs> and we don't like that. <laughs> Not gonna cut us out. They're trying to cut, uh, uh, care getting they cut. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we care about? Our coins. Uh-huh. So, yeah, Michael, and, this is over. Yeah,
2: Michael and Joyce, care.com is on to you. They're
0: on your ass. So the next day he emailed me. Five times the amount he did the first time, saying that he had a personal assistant position for $700 a week where he would need me to buy things that he put on a list and to receive packages for him as he is in Hawaii. And he was trying to pay me via money order or Canadian certified bank draft.
2: (laughs) This is fishy as hell. So fishy.
0: This is taking a turn. Yeah. Uh-huh. And can- they're bringing Canada in on
2: this. Michael right. and Joyce. <laughs> it's like a le- illegal for sure. Uh, international mail fraud now. Yeah. First, the maple money. First, first, they're skirting care.com and now they're bringing Canada in on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big. <laughs> What's
0: Justin Trudeau got to do with this? <laughs> <laughs> Why is he involved? So, like, what? I'm in Sacramento, LOL. Why is he talking about Canada? And who uses money orders anymore unless it's for rent? So he also told me he needed to have a bank account and asked me for a bunch of my personal information. Mm. Uh, This is where Angie at 5 a.m. would start giving her social security. Yes, absolutely. Would <laughs> for sure give him all that information. And so Little feet says, what killed me, kind Little Littlefeet says, what killed me, though, was that he signed off with this is his signature to the email. Honesty, comma, loyalty and punctuality are my watchwords. <laughs> 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 That's it right there. The, out right. of all
2: the red flags that were mentioned up to this point, Lacey, anybody who has to grandstand or showboat some positive attribute, you know for sure they don't have those attributes. For sure.
0: What does that even mean?
1: It's what are watchwords? I don't even. I've never even heard of a watchword, but I can tell you that he's a liar. He's disloyal, <laughs> and what was the last one? Uh, punctuality. Punctua- he's late all the fucking time. <laughs> so those those are the three things we know about Michael Joyce right now. Yeah, that that might go be late as hell <laughs> if it ever arrives.
0: Yeah, by late I mean never. Yeah. <laughs> technically never is late it's just like you never get it right you know What is that? What the fuck is that? That's what uh, Kyle Littlefeet says. And then wrapping this up, it says, he included two photos of himself so I could see who uh, I would be working with. And knowing that he was a scam, I wanted to just call him out on his BS. I reverse image searched the pictures and the photo of him and his wife went to a man named Craig's Instagram. I sent him a screenshot of that back to him and said, God bless you. (laughs) And then Kyle Littlefeet says, I love you, girl. Keep on watch wording. (laughs) You funny, Kylie. (laughs) And so there are screenshots here. But I do have to show that. Okay, so he showed this photo of him. And this is his supposed daughter. And then this is supposed to be him and his wife.
1: Do we even think those are real people or there's like the catfish images, do we think?
0: So they are real people, but this is a man. I'm not going to air his whole name. His name is Craig. And Craig said, I was lucky enough to be selected to have a meet and greet with the lovely. And then I'm not going to say this person's name. So he chose a photo of somebody who's not even with his own wife. He chose a photo <laughs> of a man who was meeting and greeting some lady that's not his wife. So even if you reverse image search this, the couple that he chose is not married. Right. And not even together. This is lazy.
1: This is lazy scamming. It is
2: totally lazy. And that's the thing about this scam artist. They put those bud- buzzwords in, the watchwords at the end, thinking, oh, this is going to make me seem like I have all this credibility. And then I'm, you know, a fucking plus person. And to the contrary, it makes me think, okay, this guy's a nut. Yeah. This is a total, you know, sell right here. You can totally see what he's doing here with these quote, watchwords. words. Which, I mean, isn't that like, I mean, it's kind of similar to like safe words, like an S&M sex <laughs> shit, you know? Don't you think, Lacey?
0: <laughs> is
2: it? <Just> tapping out. <laughs> that took a turn.
0: <laughs> it's like, do we need safe words for honesty? Like, is this like our new, like. Uh,
2: I don't think care.com toxic- needs safe words. Yeah.
0: Care do- <laughs> no safe words for care.com. That's why I got kicked is- off. He's a big, fat liar. This is our new toxic positivity. Like, I have to leave every conversation like, honestly, truly, (laughs) expeditiously, I'm not a liar. (laughs) Hey, I just want y'all to know I'm not lying to you. All right, (laughs) have a good day. (laughs) Like, what? The only other weird sign-off I've seen, um, which I posted on Instagram, was someone sent me an email, and at the end, it was like a scam email, and at the end, it was like, digitally yours. (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) It's, you know. It was a new one, though. That is a new one. I I almost
2: think it's like positive word abuse. These words, (laughs) you know, they were meant to describe real emotions. And then you've got these hollow human beings that want to present themselves digitally to the world. You know, it's their representative. It's not even really them. And they trot these words out. And these words have gotten so abused that they don't even mean anything to me anymore. They don't.
0: Right. And now I want to start using it. I just want to start being like, sincerity. Like, just saying (laughs) things. Like, no context. (laughs) I'm all about sincerity, humility, honesty. (laughs) Bravery. (laughs) Anyways. Courage. (laughs) No context. Courage. (laughs) That was so courage, Jennifer. That was so courage. (laughs) Angie, I really just appreciate light. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> AKIA nothing gullible right nothing means anything anymore clearly <laughs> goodness gracious uh well you know what little feet uh Kyle little feet i'm glad that you did not get scammed and i'm also glad that you saw this through just like i'm seeing it through with my uh psychic healer <laughs> um, life coach from the airport
2: <laughs> from JFK airport from JFK
0: <laughs> nothing good ever happens to me in JFK nothing yeah nothing. I hate that airport so much. I've never been in an airport where you walk in and then they'd be like, you got a 15-minute walk. But what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> you get through the gate and they'd be like, yeah, 20 minutes to your gate. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> I hate it there. I hate it there so much. But, you know what? It's fine. I I can rant forever about JFK. But, um, you know, I'll talk to my healer about it later. <laughs> <laughs> yo, she's probably going to listen to this. I'm going to update y'all. Though I don't want her to put a hex on me. Y'all pray for me.
1: Back in the 90s, Pepsi and Coca-Cola were in a heated race to try and win loyal customers by any means necessary. But when Pepsi launched an ambitious promotion that encouraged people to buy Pepsi and redeem points for prizes, they overlooked their own fine print in a major way. On each episode of Wondery's podcast, The Big Flop, Comedians join host Misha Brown to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age-old question, who thought this was a good idea? Like, who at Pepsi thought it would be a good idea to advertise that people could earn enough points to redeem a military jet as a prize? When they launched their Pepsi points system, they never imagined somebody might try to actually snag it, but a 23-year-old did, and suddenly, Pepsi owed him a jet. Follow The Big Flop wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Ooh, do you feel that in the air? like white cream. Are you kidding me? It's giving rich, okay? Quince is that girl. Y'all know you see me in their pieces all the time. Get into it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash goddess for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash goddess to get free shipping and 365 day returns. quince.com slash goddess. but let's get into our next segment here historic hoodwinks this is where i will regale jennifer and angie with the famous con caper group of criminals actually today because we have the i've had it queens the opinionated queens who have all of the tea and thoughts we thought we would do a fun update episode so we're actually going to be talking about a lot of different little criminals who uh just keep criminaling they keep <laughs> crimeing and so we have some updates on some different popular people which I'm sure you've heard about and we'd love to get your opinions all throughout so uh we're gonna start with our favorite stunt queen um who also happens to have a little gig in uh, the Republican uh House of Representatives <laughs> George Santos <laughs> oh the worst oh my goodness just the political theater it is. to the mag. It is. Okay. I just
2: saw this on Instagram right now. One thing I love more than anything is Republican cannibalism. Yeah. It's like I can just yeah. get a popcorn and just watch it. And so now George Santos, he's not going quietly. He uh, is spilling the beans on his fellow Republican colleagues, accusing them of drunkenness, mm-hmm. adultery, insider trading, and more. And so, this is the kind of shit, Lacey, that I like to inject into my veins. I mean, I love yes. to watch them just eat each other up, gobble each other up. It's fantastic.
0: Look, George is not going down without a fight. Okay, if this was back in the scandal days, like somebody would have definitely taken George out because he's going to he's going to pull out the little black book. He's going to get the list. He's going to call the madams. He is going to air the girls out. Okay, and he is a messy queen. So I know he's been just getting all the tea in his short time.
1: But you're also if you trusted this motherfucker since you knew from the jump he was a liar and was totally inauthentic. If you trust him, got to be buddy-buddy with them. I think you deserve to get all your dirty laundry spilled.
0: I mean, but that's the thing about the Republican Party. Like, they're not loyal to one another. They're loyal to the cause. They're loyal to the greed. They're loyal to getting whatever they want out of the government, you know, sucking it dry. So they'll turn on each other on a dime, but when it's... a about the gang you know they're gang, gang they want to get what they want done and so you know in that way I admire them because the democrats we posture too much and it's like sometimes you got to do some gang activity to get <laughs> shit done. Like, I can't be over here acting all cute when it comes to like women's reproductive rights like yeah oh, we, 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 well we have to you know we have to be respectable no bitch this is my coochie you better get in there and fight like what are you doing you don't need to be respectable about my coochie you get in there you do your gang activity okay You know, we're 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 the Crips. Go in there and fight for us. okay? (laughs) what are you talking about? (laughs) Play dirty. What do you mean? This is my life on the line. Like, no, no, we we, we have to do this the right way. Let me get my pen. No.
1: Yeah, they don't play fair on the other side. So I think Democrats should take the gloves off also.
0: Yeah, it's time to take the gloves off. It's been time to take yeah, the gloves off, agree. okay? Take the gloves off for justice. If you're if you if you're doing something shady for justice, I'm all with <laughs> it. I'm all about it, okay? That's why I like scams. If you're scamming up, I'm not about it. I'm not against it. I'm not against it at all. And, but they're scamming down. They're stealing from people. They're robbing the American people. So, you know, if you don't know who George Santos is, which I can't imagine that you don't, but if you listen to this podcast, but if you don't, he's a Republican representative and he made headlines earlier this year for getting caught in a series of lies around his professional background and financial situation just months after he was elected on thursday november 16th the house of ethics committee on thursday november 16th the house ethics committee found substantial evidence that representative george santos violated federal law now we been knew he violated federal (laughs) law but they were like okay we, we, we we're gonna put it in writing now like okay yeah he did violate like a lot of laws but i mean like who isn't violating federal law we got somebody running for office who like what ninety-one counts? Right. Of violating federal law, Donald Trump. Like
1: <laughs> And I feel like the reason they're not coming after George Santos is hard is because Trump has made lying, cheating, overthrowing democracy just common air. Here's,
2: here's the here's the deal, and here's the truth with the Republican Party. They say they're the law and order party, and they're all about law and order and patriotism. And Trump has exposed all of them. They are the party of white supremacy mm-hmm. and capitalism. And they believe the rules that apply to everybody else don't apply to them. And now that's on full display. And I don't know what the psychology is behind a gay Latino man that becomes a Trumper, other than I think it's probably like mental illness or something that, you know, like a cult following that draws you into it. I don't know what the psychology is betwi- behind that, because it's not like Trump's going to have him down at Mar-a-Lago. It's like, no, you know, oh,
0: yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> an excellent, it's an excellent scam. You know how many white Latinos in Florida vote for Republicans? Well, that's oh, that's right. No, you're okay. right. You're right. That's right. It's hard to believe he pulling that. pulling in a demo. The Catholics? Oh, he pulling them in. Yes. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's like Candace Owens. Like, she used to be a Democrat, and then she realized she could get way more traction being uh, one of the few blacks who will shill for the racists. Like, right. you can make a bag, okay, if you will be a race trader, You can make some coins. I thought about it. I was like, <laughs> you know, maybe I can get over there and make me a little coin. Like, but, you know, I can't be a race trader, and, you know, not unethical and evil. It's just not, I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. But but like it, it was smart of him to do that because he rose so quickly because you know he's queer. You know, he he quit his wife hella fast and then got married to a man hella quick and then was like, I'm gay and I have all these businesses. Don't look into it. And <laughs> didn't he say he was
1: Jewish? Yeah, he said his mother his grandmother died in the mm-hmm. Holocaust and he's not even Jewish. He
0: said his mom died in 9-11, she did not, <laughs> right? Very much alive. Yeah, I mean at the time.
2: He has no shame. She told all the lies. No but shame. You know, no, shame. to your point, Lacey, about um Democrats trying to be so decent. If you remember back when Al Franken, there was a photograph during the Me Too movement, Senator Al Franken mm-hmm. from Minnesota. And he was an SNL actor. And he there was a photo of him air grabbing where like somebody was asleep. He wasn't touching the boobs, but acted like he was. Everybody goes crazy. He resigns immediately. His Senate seat, immediately resigned Mm -hmm. and said, now is not the moment. This was in my past. I'm deeply, I mean, showed all the contrition in the world. And George Santos, zero contrition, zero. And Donald Trump, I mean, these guys, they have like mainstreamed being criminals and everybody that drinks the Kool-Aid, all the Trumpers, they don't give a shit. They fucking love it. Right.
0: Yeah. I mean, the only thing that I think they don't love is that I think they're starting to realize that the white supremacy that these Republicans are running on is, like, not really working for them. Like, they're running on it. Like, yeah, we gonna get y'all whites up, We're gonna be back. White supremacy for y'all. But then they're realizing that, like, the politics are, like, they're still sucking you dry economically. You're not making money. Your towns are drying up. Your families are dying of opioid addiction. You're, you know, you're not getting paid. Your minimum wage is miniming. The, the inflation is inflation and corporate greed is still corporate greedy right. you're you you start to feel like oh my god am i a a black person i feel like i'm being treated like a black person <laughs> and that's why they ran up on the capitol they were like oh, y'all treating us like black people what's going on and like, but they're not realizing that like these rich republicans they're going to treat you like black people they're like that's the reason why everything is spread out like there's so many things that you can like like when you really look into it it comes back to slavery. Like tipping. I talk about that all the time. Like tipping comes from reconstruction when they didn't want to pay black people to work in their restaurants. So they had tipping. So like you would tip black people to work in your restaurants and they wouldn't pay them a wage. But you see how tipping has spread out to now everybody has a tip system. So whether you white, black, whatever race you are, when you work in a restaurant, you also are getting tipped like they were tipping black people. Like, yeah, we get a minimum wage, but you're still getting tips to support that wage, right? Right. You see how everything is spread and now all that oppression. They were like, you know what? This was cute when we was just doing it to the black people. We could really spread this out to everybody. We could keep spreading it out to everybody. So now everybody's getting treated poorly. Right. <laughs> and they keep thinking that it's going to change and it's like, no, it's just going to get worse for now, everybody. <laughs> now
2: all of that tipping is nothing short of corporate welfare where we are yeah. subsidizing so that these corporations can continue to make billions of dollars and not pay their employees enough We're getting grifted. That's a scam. That is a total fucking scam is the whole tipping thing because who ends up benefiting from it or these Fortune 500 companies that don't need it. And they all lobby to Congress so that they don't have to raise the minimum wage. It's a total grift.
0: Yeah. And they keep saying it's for small businesses. But who's squeezing out the small businesses? All the large corporations. That's exactly right. And then when... the and then when they're about to fall apart, like, oh, we have to give them corporate welfare, right? Because if they fail, they're too big to fail. No, yeah. they're not. We can let them fail. Let's see what happens if they fail. I don't think we've <laughs> ever tried that. Let's, let's fail. see how it goes. I think it'll be okay. Let's just see what happens. Like, we keep being like, no, they're too big to fail. No, let's just see what happens because we've never really tried it. I think it could be cute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. It could be something new. So... House investigators discovered that Representative George Santos used campaign funds for personal purposes, duh, defrauded donors, and filed false or incomplete campaign finance and financial disclosure reports. So he would just send it in like halfway done. (laughs) Like, yeah, no, we used it for the campaign. We got buttons. (laughs) Didn't we? Just send it in. So investigators say that Santos used funds to, to travel and stay in Las Vegas hotels around the time that he told staff that he was on his honeymoon. Mm. You know, you could campaign on your honeymoon, though. Like, I'm sure he went to some Vegas shows and and also campaigned. Sure. You know, saw, saw Dell, shook a few hands.
2: <laughs> he could have run some ads like- on Grindr. <laughs> That's right.
0: <laughs> he was on Grindr getting them votes. <laughs> That's right. He was talking to his constituents. That's what he was doing. (laughs) (laughs) Additionally, thousands were spent on spas and at least two payments were paid for Botox treatments. That's for the campaign. He gotta look good. That's right. Gotta look good. Amongst the most serious charges is that Santos used an unregistered fund called Redstone Strategies to raise money without being limited by campaign contribution limits. So he had Redstone Strategies where he'd be like, y'all donate over here. And then he didn't have any kind of campaign contribution limits because it was not (laughs) registered. So in 2022, he transferred at least $200,000 to himself from Redstone through a series of transactions that were used to pay off personal credit cards and make purchases at Hermes, Sephora, and OnlyFans.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, a queen has got to have some Hermes. I mean, he's you can't he can't walk into the Capitol Building without a Birkin bag. You expect him to carry a normal suitcase, right? And his Sephora, he's got to be shiny and pretty.
0: Also, I want to know what OnlyFans creator is putting out content that's so good that George Santos was like, I got to embezzle from the American people.
1: (laughs) That's what I thought. I was like, I'm dying to know what the OnlyFans account was. What's he looking at? I would be interested in that.
0: I want to know because now I need to know who that creator is because they obviously are putting out great content. Well, you are embezzling, right, right? From the American people, like you got good content. <laughs> I need to be over there. I need to know what they doing. Yeah, they I agree. Some good stuff up I there. agree.
2: They probably got some really good tricks. Hmm. I need to know. <laughs> you know, pumps has a great trick. Yeah, I think you could go crazy viral on OnlyFans. Tell her what your trick is. Well, it used to be better when my boobs weren't to the ground, but back in the
1: day, I could like put on my nipple i could hang a hanger like a wooden hanger that you use for a coat i could hang it on my nipple and it would just hang there but the sag and dragons have gotten gravity has taken them down to the point where i can only do a wire hanger at this point (laughs) (laughs) comes with age it's not good no
0: more wire hangers (laughs) great. See, th- this is the kind of content I feel like George would embezzle campaign <laughs> That's for. That's right. Okay, Angie, you got, you got embezzled content. That's good. <laughs> That's really good. I feel like he would embezzle for that, Angie, okay? I like that. I like that. So in March, Santos appeared on Fox News interview, saying that he had only just discovered OnlyFans three weeks prior when (laughs) there had been payments made to an OnlyFans account for months before that. (laughs) So he was like, I didn't even know about OnlyFans. Now, we have a little interview of him saying that he did not know about OnlyFans, even though there were... payments on OnlyFans <laughs> months prior to when he said <laughs> he discovered he it. lies
1: so much he didn't even know when he's gonna get himself in trouble like this is verifiable it's easy so do we
0: have a little click of this let's watch a little bit of this interview real quick
1: um speaking of peel is it true that you have an OnlyFans page and you can peel a banana with your feet
0: I don't have one, and it's, you know, I'll, I'll,
1: I'll indulge you this. I just discovered what OnlyFans was about three weeks ago when it was brought up in a discussion in my
2: office. What do you think? And I was, very, I was oblivious to the whole concept.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, you just can't tell the truth. <laughs>
2: Even Fox. Even Fox calls him out. Even sub that that proves that even assholes have moments of clarity. Right. Even I haven't
0: seen a news anchor read like that. She was like, ha ha, ha he's just gonna tell the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Lying ass bitch. Anyways, more at eleven. Like, what?
2: <laughs> that is fantastic. That is fantastic. I have not seen that. I
0: hate Fox and that was delicious. I can't yeah. believe she did that. She's like this old lying ass bitch. Anyways, Jack, back to you. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, she ate that. She ate that little one. Wow. Even Fox News is like, when Fox says you're lying,
1: you you really are lying. It's beyond the pale if Fox says it because they're the worst
0: and you're supposed to be on Fox's side. Fox loves Republicans. I can't believe Fox says you were lying. So Santos continues to deny involvement in his campaign finances and says that his treasurer had gone rogue. Representatives of Santos says he's since come out and says he will not seek re-election as his consensuous tried to expel him from New York. Additionally, a resolution has been filed by a fellow Republican representative, Mike Guest, to expel Representative Santos from the House. So they're trying to get him up out of there. They need to. They're trying to get him gone. They need to. So... We're moving on to Sam Bankman-Fried. So Sam Bankman-Fried, do you guys know about him? Yes. He was the founder and mastermind behind FTX, one of the biggest operating cryptocurrency exchanges. FTX subsequently collapsed after he used the company to commit fraud, totaling over $8 billion. I think that Sam was the person that they just decided to blame all of crypto failure on. (laughs) They were like, he's just going to take the L for all (laughs) of crypto uh, because he stole the most. And we'll just blame Bitcoin. We'll blame everything on him. The Bitcoin founder was smart to just never come out. We never know who he was. We never will. That was smart. So Sam was the founder of the company FTX. He's been found guilty of all fraud counts against him. The key to him being found guilty of all seven counts was his ex-girlfriend, FTX co-founder, Caroline Ellison. She was a key witness whose nine hours of testimony stood up to Sam's 140, I don't recall, during (laughs) (laughs) cross-examination. So she gave nine hours. She went in there and told them people. Nine hours.
2: Oh, I love her.
0: Of testimony. And he went in there and gave 140. I don't remember. <laughs> what? Huh? Honesty. Word.
2: <laughs> Watch words. Crypto. Watch words. Crypto. <laughs>
0: love and light. <laughs> Embezzler. Like, what? So according to his lawyer, Mr. Bankman Freed maintains his innocence and will continue to vigorously fight the charges against him. Sam faces up to 110 years in prison for committing one of the biggest frauds in financial history. His sentencing is scheduled for March 28th. As he awaits sentencing, Sam has reportedly been using packets of mackerel purchased from the prison commissary known as Max in prison to pay for haircuts. (laughs) (laughs) What? What a... Like little sardine things? Like mackerel fish? Yeah. Apparently that's something that people will, I guess at the great clips in the prison. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Don't take money, just mackerel. <laughs> they they get paid in mackerel. They're like, you got the max. <laughs> and Sam got curly hair. You know, it's harder to cut curly hair, so he, he, he got to probably get a lot of the max to get that cut. Yeah. That's such a wild fact. So he's also awaiting to stand trial for two separate charges involving political bribery. Man, you didn't do that bribery well enough if if you got to stand trial for it. Yeah. Also, like, bro, uh, if you did $8 billion worth of fraud, like, can't we just run the money back? There's no way you spent $8 billion. Like, where is it? See, I thought that, too, but I read an article that he really did. I mean, he was... He
1: was living like he had this like bought an island. I mean, he just went way too big, way too fast. And then it became a Ponzi scheme where he was like people wanted their money back, so he would take investors money and give it back. Mm-hmm. It was a Bernie Madoff It was a Bernie Madoff type deal.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I knew that, but I was like I just didn't even with the large purchases, I just couldn't imagine Nine spending million. Yeah that much money that fast. But you're right with the island and stuff. It, it kind of does add up a little quicker. It's it's wild. It's very shameful. Um, but also, he was very stupid. Like, what, bro, you didn't think, like, buying that kind of, like, large real estate and like, right. spending that kind of money people weren't going to be like, hey, bro, like... You're making a little <laughs> bit more. On?
1: Yeah, you're making a little bit more than you say.
0: Right. And we're not seeing any returns. Hmm. Curious. And our last uh, update here is... Uh, Martin Luther Scheme, Martin Luther Cream, <laughs> uh, Talcum X, oh, good old Thurgood partial. <laughs> Sean King, the grift that keeps on grifting. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. So, Sean King, he is. A writer and a purported activist who uses his social media platforms to raise money for a number, of, a number of social justice causes. However, for years, he lied about where the money goes and more often than not raised money and earned clout for himself rather than those who he claims to have helped. And um, allegedly, allegedly, Sean King be on my ass. He has me blocked on every platform. <laughs> um, uh, Because we've been on his ass for many years because he is a shady, allegedly black man. So (laughs) Sean King has once again made the news after recently claiming to have held a role in the release of two American hostages from Hamas. He is now in an online argument with the family of Judith and Nathalie Rahan. the women who were taken. It began when he tweeted that he worked fr- frantically behind the scenes with an eclectic group of over 30 people that would normally never work together or get along to help release the Rouhani's... Uh, to help the release of these two women possible, basically. So he was claiming that he helped release, um, hostages from Hamas terrorists after the October 7th uh, attack that happened in Israel. Um, and this was very odd to a lot of people because obviously there is a conflict still ongoing in, uh, Palestine and Israel. And, um, this was very bizarre because everyone was like, Sean King, you're in America. And, <laughs> um, What are you talking about? (laughs) That is just terrible.
2: That is such, out of all the things to like make up and say, that, I don't know anything about getting a hostage released. I know nothing about it, but I know from sitting here in this studio in Oklahoma City that that is a jet stream of bullshit, and he had nothing to do with that. I can crack the case in (laughs) 0.5 seconds. I know like, that motherfucker didn't have anybody released from fucking no. anything. He didn't even get those fucking mackerels out of curly hair <laughs> crypto boy. Right. He didn't even help him. Uh-uh.
0: He couldn't even get no Mac to, to say i <laughs> for his haircuts. Like, what are you talking about? Like, even like trying to find reputable aid resources. To send to Palestine, which is something that I've been doing, and a lot of my friends have been doing, just because like there is an active like genocide. There's children being killed. There's like people being killed in Palestine, and these airstrikes have been insane. Like that has been very difficult to do from America to find reputable sources that are sending aid over there right. to the civilians. And so you're telling me that you rescued hostages? Like bro, <laughs> be be so serious and for real? Like
1: please, it's not even believable. And I always go back to people like that. Do they believe their lies or do they know it's bullshit from the job?
0: I think his wife posted a photo of him on Instagram staring out a window saying that he was just like so like like upset and perplexed about the whole situation and the conflict. And it was just like, what is happening? (laughs) What are you doing? Why are you making this about you? That's what
2: what I do, Lacey. When I hear bad, really sad news, I say, hey, pumps, get out your iPhone and put it on camera. (laughs) Go ahead. Put it into portrait mode. Right. I'm going to look out the window and talk and think about how sad I am. If you could document it, and then I'm going to send it through a filter and then pop that up on my Instagram. That's what I do every time I'm sad. Is I make sure I document the emotion and I also put watchwords attached to it. Bullshit. <laughs> Depressed. <laughs> Racket.
0: Like, what are you saying, activist? The family of the women later came out to say that Sean was lying and that their family never had anything to do with him. In a statement acquired by TMZ, the family members said, first and foremost, we make it clear that he is lying! Exclamation point. Our family does not and did not have anything to do with him, neither directly nor indirectly. Not to him or anything that he claims to represent. Sean is now claiming to have been in contact with Natalie's brother, Ben. He said Ben first reached out on October 9th, two days after his mother and sister were taken. And spoke... To over And he spoke to him over a hundred times that day. Sean claims to have recordings of all the conversations uh, for his own protection. He first posted on Instagram about the mother and daughter being held hostage on October 10th. Um, he says, Natalie and her family are supporters of mine. And protested against police brutality in the United States with me and have spoken out against injustice in Israel. Prior to their release, he posted, if she's alive, I can confidently help broker her return. Please help me send proof of life or death. He has since said that the Rahans have been trying to distance themselves from him because of pressure from the Israelis. In reality their release was orchestrated by the qatari government in coordination with the international committee of the red cross the u.s israeli governments and possibly due to judith's declining health as of october 20th they have been in the hands of the israeli military (laughs)
1: why is he inserting himself i think that's a great point jennifer made. like why the fuck is he in the middle of that
0: Because if there is some kind of crisis, Sean is going to find a way to make it about him. And he's going to find a way to be the savior. And, like, the thing is, is, like, when I posted about this on Instagram, there were a lot of people um who were saying like you know sean is sharing a lot of information about you know what's going on in palestine and and what's going on you know with the airstrikes and the bombings and 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 a lot of information that you know isn't really getting out there because like cell service is being cut off water power all of this and so i understood why they were like well this is not the time because like he is sharing all of this information that's really valuable and um so I understand why people flocked to his page because he is aggregating a lot of information. It's just that his intentions, there's just so many other people who are well-intentioned and aren't trying to scam and aren't trying to make money off of it, and aren't trying to get clout off of it. So I was sharing people who are a little bit more reputable right. and are also sharing information and places to donate that aren't like, you know somehow connected to his funds. <laughs> well, I'm
1: like, if he can get the information, then other people can get the information that haven't don't have his check. You know, path.
2: you know what I just think we should all start doing. Remember when Trump self reported to uh Georgia and he said that he was six foot three, two hundred and fifteen pounds. So I'm gonna mm-hmm. just start saying, you know, like I'm I'm six foot three, two hundred and fifteen pounds. I released hostages, I'm an astronaut. I'm an astrophysicist. I mean, I just, I mean, why did why did these crazy people get to have all the fun? Right. I just want to start making up shit. And then I'm going to
0: check you. And then
2: I'm going to have Pumps photograph it for my Instagram
1: <laughs> <laughs> in your space helmet.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm
0: gonna, yeah, we can Photoshop you on the moon real quick. <laughs> <laughs> That's easy. That ain't no problem. Jen and Pumps on walk on
2: the moon. Um, yeah, we went up to the moon this weekend. Uh, Jen, Jen and Pumps go to the border and negotiate. You know uh, Incoming refugees And you know We're able to process them Very quickly And expeditiously We've jumped in For the for the federal government <laughs> Jen and Pumps We'll run a
0: tight ship Down there Listen We can get you a picture With Putin Real quick <laughs> Get you on a horse Right next to him Like well, hey, Don't worry y'all We fixed it Here's the
2: picture I want Pumps on a horse Next to Putin No shirt on Wooden wire hangers with Off each titty <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Bring up, <laughs> bring up the dragons, bring them back. Uh-huh. That's going to end it. That's
0: going to end it. <laughs> Listen, and speaking of ending it, we're ending it on our last one here. Bishop Lamore Whitehead. So for those of you who missed it, Bishop Lamore Whitehead became a viral sensation after allegedly staging a robbery where $1 million in jewelry was taken from him and his wife while he was preaching. Because you know, when you preach, you need to have on $1 million worth of jewelry, Absolutely. you and your wife. Yes, uh, it was like a live stream. So after that incident, people were questioning the legitimacy of the robbery as well as it opened up a lot of questions into the potential fraudulent practices by Bishop Lamore Whitehead, who I call Pastor Gucci. Uh, right now he's, he's in a Fendi suit here, Fendi head to toe. Uh, so Bishop Lamore Whitehead has become embroiled in another case of fraud, this time involving the possession of a church building, false possession of a church building. In December 2022, Bishop L'Amour filed a false paperwork to claim he owned the building Housing the glory of God global ministry on Foster Avenue in East Flatbush before immediately changing the locks and evicting the congregation of about 200 people. So he done stole these people's church. Mm-mm-mm. You got to go to hell when you steal people's church. I feel like when you go to the pearly <laughs> gates, like i gonna be like, Did you steal these people's church? You stole one of my houses of the Lord. Not gonna give forgive you just because
1: you're wearing Fendi head to toe.
0: Yeah, we got to eject you. Like, they got to just pull the lever and just, you got to go straight to hell. You can't be stealing the church now. That's just terrible. So, according to a recent lawsuit, Bishop Lemoore never owned the property. The property was purchased by a trust owned by the Maryland resident, Michael Moses, and his sister, Lydia, at tax sale auction for $1.9 million in February of 2022. After the sale went through, Bishop Lemoore contacted the siblings expressing interest in buying the building. In response, they gave him permission to evict the church while he secured financing. The bishop never got the financing, but he went ahead and submitted a fake new deed to the office of the city register anyway, claiming that he and his church were the rightful owners. According to the lawsuit, the fraudulent deed was executed and recorded without the knowledge and consent of Plaintiff Moses, the trustee of the church. So basically, Mr. Moses owned the church. Then Bishop Lamar Whitehead was like, you know what? I want that church in in his name. Amen. <laughs> I'm like, You know what? You can have a church. You can evict these people. And He was like, "All right, bet. So then Bishop Moore Whitehead went on to Photoshop and he started click, click, clacking. (laughs) And he just made up a fake deed. And then he went down to the government and was like, hey, y'all, this is a real deed. Let me get that church. And they were like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Did No due diligence. Didn't call anybody. Like Just like, sure. (laughs) Because, you know, the government, they're tired. So... The evicted ministry had to rent out a new facility. Can you imagine if you're at church and you're just like, praise him, pray. and then somebody just comes in like, y'all gotta go.
1: <laughs> so bad. It's so bad. Just no shame at all with these people.
0: At all, they're like, everybody out, get your robes, get, I, I, pick up, pick up them, uh, <laughs> pick up them tambourines. Everybody out,
2: <laughs> get those rattlesnakes. <laughs> <laughs> Are <they>
0: Pentecostal now? <laughs> Pick up them shoes. Get all get your fans. wives. <laughs> no, you can leave them offering plates. Leave them leave them full. Oh, I believe. Everything, everybody else out. You can leave them drum sets too. You can leave that. All right. <laughs> and get the get the hell out. Amen. <laughs> what? No. So, the evicted ministry had to rent out a new facility for several months, as well as stop their weekly food pantry that served 200 families Aww. every Saturday. Oh, that's so nice terrible! And Damn. So they had been locked out with no notice, with many of the congregation's belongings still inside. Not y'all got Miss Gertie stuff still in there. No. <laughs> so Pastor Joseph Williams, the congregation's leader, was not even alerted to what was happening until he received an alarm from the church's alarm system saying that there had been a break-in. When they finally received access again, they said the damage was immense, with most of the lost belongings flung into dumpsters. According to the lawsuit, Michael Moses is suing Bishop Lamore for $3.5 million in damages, and the church has since sued him for $5 million in damages. This church is expensive as hell. This yeah. Is, it don't look that nice. <laughs> in addition to those, like, this is flablish, like, $5 million. <laughs> okay. In addition to those legal hurdles, Bishop Lamore continues to face federal charges for scamming one of his own parishioners out of her life savings. Yeah, that was something he did earlier. He faces additional charges for forcing a businessman into giving him a $500,000 loan in exchange for favorable actions. What does that mean? And for faking bank records to finance his New Jersey mansion. So he's got, he's facing a lot of charges. He's sketch.
2: For sure. I yeah. think whenever you see a church and the the preacher or the minister is decked out and drip and he's dripping from head to toe, you immediately mm-hmm. know it's a racket. Yeah. They need to be taxed. It is a grift. And it is the worst because they're spiritually abusing You know, vulnerable people that are going for answers or serenity or peace. And it is, and you just see it so much. These, anytime you see a church that has a bunch of zeros past their net worth, total grift, they need to be taxed. I've had it.
0: I, oh my God, what a beautiful way to end that. (laughs) I've had it. I will say I have had it for now because when I start my church, because I already got a congregation.
2: Yeah, well, who's? Let me take a wild stab got at who hymns. the preacher is. Is it the gal from the JFK airport? <laughs> the psychic that you're Venmo and money to? Is that who's the pre- is going to be running this church?
0: <laughs> no, that, 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 that's that's my uh, bishop. No, I'm I'm a preacher. <laughs> I'll come if you're preaching. Yes, I, I will preach. That might be one of my spiritual guys, but I'm- <laughs> <laughs> she'll be your voodoo voodoo doll keeper. <laughs> I'll preach. She'll be laying hands on people. I, I, I will be doing the preaching, though. Okay. Okay. And, uh, and I will need that to be tax free. I will, I will be tax free. <laughs> okay. And look, I will drive the most beat up Camry. Right. Now, I'll, 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 I'll My Rolls Royce will be at home. I I won't I won't flash my wealth. <laughs> <laughs> at least not in the United States. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna I'm preach every every week in a paper sack. <laughs> With two hangers on my titties, okay? <laughs> and nobody gonna know. <laughs> Thank you both for being here. This is such a wonderful episode. You two are so amazing. And we always ask at the end of the episode where would you two like to be found? Anything you want to plug? Obviously, you have this amazing tour going on. Uh yes. You can
2: never Angie. You can find us at I've Had It Podcast on all socials. And if you go there in the bio or our individual socials, and you can go. Join us with all of our little petty grievances. That's right. And our Hot Shit Tour will be in
1: California in January. And then we'll be announcing new dates for February, March, April.
0: Yes. And any socials that they can find you on?
1: I'm at Pumps, Pumps, Pumps. But Jennifer says it's a D-minus because I don't really know how to work Instagram that much. But go to (laughs) I've
2: Had It because Kylie runs I've Had It and it's great. We have a millennial that runs the at I've Had It podcast. And it's a proper social media channel that makes us look a lot cooler than what we are. Right. You're very cool.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're extremely cool. I love following it. I follow it. So I I keep up. I love it. Uh, We love you, Lacey. Yes, I love y'all, and as always, you can find us in the pictures and everything at Scam his Pod on Instagram. If you want to find me, D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I-D Diva Lacy on all platforms, and y'all, Sketchfest in San Francisco, January twenty first at the Cobb Theater at seven p.m. Pull up, and the ladies of I've Had It are going to be in San Francisco too on the twentieth, so you can get your little double feature, honey. So pull up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Uh that's that's all we have for y'all, congregation. Stay word-watching? <laughs> is that what it was? Watch-wording. Stay watch-worthy. Word-worthy?
1: Watch-wording. Watch words. Watch words. Watch, word what? Word wa- watch words is
0: what he said. Yeah, stay honest. Stay loyal. <laughs> stay punctual. <laughs> stay punctual. Stay watch-worthy. <laughs> Girl, goddess. This has been an Earwolf production in association with Team Coco. Scam Goddess stars and is hosted by me, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess. Our producer is Judith Cargbo. Our production coordinator is Abby Aguilar. And our audio engineer is Sam Keeper. Research for the show is done by Caitlin Brandt. Stay scamin'. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A.